everybody and welcome to the talent gate our heroes of the storm podcast where we discuss everything about heroes of the storm and esports in general my name is marius pinier aka cryobuck and with me today is once again xor hello xor hello everybody and welcome back to our heroes of the storm podcast thanks for being here man how was your week how are you dude Uh, My week was fine, you know, a lot of work to do, a lot of playing, Uh, it was good, it was good. Yeah, you've been, uh, you got that uh, sweet, sweet level 10 or tennis master skin, man. Oh, don't tell them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Why, why, you like want to keep it as a surprise or something, (laughs) like a dessert at the end of the show? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm curious man you've been i've been like i've been bugging you all week about like what do you think about our tennis what do you think about our tennis and you were like wait i'm gonna like spill the beans on the podcast so obviously i'm just please tell as soon as possible yeah like what i have to say about our tennis he is a tank seriously you can um build him tanky i got a pretty decent build for him where you can initiate easy with your W and just survive. If they have a strong melee-oriented group against their tennis, you're just going to win easily. If they have blinds, you're fucked well, but you just need to dodge the blinds. For example, if Johanna wants to blind you, you use your Q not as an escape, but as a dodge ability. It's awesome. Like, for example, going for a golem, dump, you just dodge with your Q or dodge a blizzard from China or just dodge everything and hit you. It's just yeah. awesome. Yeah, I've, I've seen it uh, used and it's really used it brilliantly. Yeah. Um, as you said, dodge is a perfect uh, way to use his... It's his E ability, right? It's his Q ability, right? Yeah. The, it's, uh, the, it's, just like the, it's called the blade dash, right? Blade uh, I I don't know. I think so, yeah. Um... Yeah, I've seen it used uh, really, really nicely. I've seen one video especially where there was a triple tap Nova, uh, triple tapping Morales. And Morales was almost dead. And then Atenis void, like, like uh, blade dashed into the last shot. He like, went in, like tanked the last shot and just then went, went back again. So yeah, that's a pretty good like, ability for dodging or... Yeah. Evading skill shots or tanking skill shots of other players. It's yeah. really good, yeah. I'm, um, I we've been playing a lot together. Like, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> we've been playing yeah. like almost the entire week, working for your. I've been a slave to Zor, basically, <laughs> <laughs> giving him the XP boost uh, to get his XP as fast as possible to level ten. Pretty much, yeah. So I was like. Uh, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Please play something else. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna play this. So what's your? So you think he's viable as a tank? Because he I have my own opinion. <laughs> Definitely, I think he's really tanky. If you get him below health, and you can one-on-one everybody, he's a stronger one. We wanna than butcher. I can tell. And let's talk about his other abilities, like. Um, the E ability, the face prism. People keep saying that the range is way too short. But I have a clue. You need to, because the projectile speed is so low, you need to throw it and then walk away from it. So you create more distance between you and the enemy. Then you swap it and they are in the middle of everything. Oh, interesting. 
Interesting. It is really interesting. And so it's really strong. Last episode, we were talking about the possibility of throwing the um, the prism from behind your gate, and you said yeah. you say it's not it's not working. You can't do this. It's not working. You can't um, you can't prism them uh, like you can't switch places behind um, behind the gate and the walls um, near the gate. But you can prison them through terrain, for example. I don't know the walls the, by the by the mercenary camps in Garden Terror or something. So but like not it's, not it's your not possible on, on on walls you can destroy or gates. So not your base walls, but like no. uh, map walls on the map. Map like walls. Neutral yeah, neutral exactly. mobs. Mm. Yeah, that can be pretty pretty useful, I guess. Pretty tricky, uh, yeah. Um. So you spec him. Do you think there are more ways to spec him? Let's or maybe let's go quickly through your builds. Okay, I have like his uh, his abilities here, and I have his talents here. What do you pick for? And maybe explain why you pick this, and why do you think it's uh, it's helping you? It was helping you to win games. So what do you pick well, on level one? On level one, I pick the the block. I don't know how it's called, like the block on your Re Q ability when you reactive dash. reactive parry. Is this uh, activating yeah, yeah. twin blaze? Yeah, you know, not the Q ability, it's the Twin Blades. If you activate Activating Twin Blades reduce the damage received from the next basic attack by 50%, can store two charges. It's pretty good against some other attack heroes, but even though they have spellcast, I still use the block because it's just very, very good. Right. I don't need to spec on the damage on level 1, it's just re literally not needed. Alright, so what about level 4? Um, level four, I picked the the upgrade for the um, blade dash. When you're at low health, you can blade dash more often. All it's right. Like, um, when you're below fifty percent health, um, the blade dash cooldown um, goes Re down seventy five percent faster. Yeah, recharges seventy percent faster. Mm -hmm. So this Some means you may can think, why the fuck do you pick this? Yeah, I picked yeah. it because of level seven. On level seven, All you right. get the upgrade for your blade dash again. You um, reduce the cooldown of your shield overload by 4 seconds if you play dash. So yeah. now imagine, if you're below 50% health, you just play dash like an idiot and you have shields forever. They just can't kill you. It's a really strong self-sustaining ability. So basically what you're going in here is like you, you almost lose 50% of your health, like almost instantly. Yeah. And then you become unkillable. So this is what you're going for, right? Exactly. You can't. All right. <laughs> if you're at least um, against some melee or, or if they kite, you're dead. But All that right. problem is solved at level 16. We'll... Yeah, you need to be close to, you need to be in melee range. And we're going to talk about melee range in general later. But with this build, you want to be like yeah. close. You, anyway, you need to be close with Artanis anyway. So mm. what about your, what about your like ultimates, the heroic? Yeah, the ultimates are funny. Like I pick both. Sometimes, um, sometimes the suppression pulls and sometimes the purify beam. In fact, if they have some strong, um, you know, auto attack damage, you or uh, Morales that stim drones and Illidan or something, you just wait for the stim drone and then you suppression pulls them and they have no damage. Like, seriously, no damage. Um, that's most, most of the time, if yeah. they have some squishies, some spellcasters or whatever, I use the purifier beam. It's not strong in the early game, but at level 20 I always turn the game, even though if we lose hard in the early game, I always turn it. Gonna so, uh, don't you, to level don't, 20 later. 
isn't this too slow for enemies to escape? Like, don't they like always it run is. away from the beam? It is in the early game. They but, just run. Oh, okay. Away. So why don't they run away in the late game? I don't get it. They do run away, but they can. I'm gonna. Y you'll see. Is is We're it gonna okay? Get okay, to okay, level okay, 20s. okay. Um, <laughs> but okay, okay, okay. Okay, let's. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, level thirteen. What's uh, what's happening there? Oh, uh, yeah, level thirteen. Of course, you picked the upgrade for your twin blades again. The the twin blades um strike Tri free time. triple strike. Okay. Mm. We get more sustain out of that. For those that don't know, um, twin blades is an ability where you strike without attacks three times. And yeah, every auto attack reduces the cooldown of his shield overlord straight for four seconds, I think. So again, you, yeah, proc, seconds. you, you proc your shield faster. Exactly, you proc it way faster. All that right. means you just, you just go in with your twin blades, strike three times, then you Q and you have your shield again. Twin blades are active in four seconds again, and you just do it again and again and again, and they can't kill you. They just can't, if they don't blind or stun you. Nice. All right, sounds good. What about 16? We're getting close to 20, man. Um, on 16, a lot of people pick the upgrade for the... Um, the so they deal more damage um, against... Titan killer? With, uh, yeah, exactly, Titan killer. So they deal more damage, for example, a double tank composition. Mm. Um, but All right. I never pick it, even though if they have two tanks... It's like... Uh, the, what's, the, what's the name of the talent? Executioner? Uh, or no, a giant killer, right? It's actually giant, giant killer, killer yeah. for the other. It's, it's one point five percent. Only exactly. this one is two point two point five percent. Okay, but you go. You don't go with Titan Killer. You go with. Uh, I go with the. Uh, how how is it called? Zealot Charge, uh, I think, right? Yeah, exactly. Zealot Charge. It's so good. You oh, always yeah, we, have to pick it. We have um, to talk about this talent. Yeah. That's a yeah. very important talent, I think. Artanis lacks a lot on chase ability, mm. which he, which he should have as a tank. Agreed. To be honest. Agreed. And if they run away from you, or for example, I noticed that Tychus is a pretty good counter for Artanis. He just kills him and just runs away from him, so he can't hit him, can't reduce the shield overload cooldown. So what do you do? You pick the upgrade to charge and to charge somebody with your twin blades, and Tychus can't can no longer run away from you. So the counter is counter again. Okay. Yeah, that's a strong talent. Uh, mm. not, that's a really important one. Okay, there we go. Level and 20. It's really good. On level oh, 20. When, is I here. Pick, when I pick the purifier beam on level 10, I pick the upgrade for the purifier beam. It's called target purified. Okay. It, uh, what it does is simply when the purifier beam kills an enemy, it swaps to the next enemy and the. Uh, um, and it's reset, like, the duration is reset. So why do you use this? Like, it's so easy to counter running away. Exactly. Right. But it's in the late game. They just can't run away. If they run away from a fight, they may lose the game. So they oh, have to fight. If they, they have to, to stand. Game, I see, I see it. Stay. So they have to run away, but, like, in circles. And most people can't do it. Like, if you get a Morphurion, you just root them. The beam hits them in your face. And they just yeah. can't do shit. And you always want to use it on a squishy that isn't low health. Because they notice, oh shit, I need to run. If they are full health, you won't kill them. If they are low health, like, let's say, Kelfos on a quarter of health, you just beam him, and I guarantee it, he will die. And then he swaps to the next target, and you keep permanently damaging the enemy team, and they just have to back off, or they die. Interesting. So, what's popping up in my mind is the uh, material with sanctification as a hard counter. Uh, would you agree? 
Like uh, you put the yeah, purifier put, beam on you and you just sanctify. It's five seconds, right? It's only five seconds, I think. Or is it? Purifier beam, I don't it's know. It's eight the, seconds. Uh, purifier beam is eight seconds. Yeah. Sanctification. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. We don't know the fucking. See, we don't know the duration not... of the ability. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, noobs. Why it's not that good, counter because sanctification doesn't last that long. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, I think it's so you will still do five seconds. Damage. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Um, and about about uh, yeah, his abilities, zealot charge. Let's talk about like zealot charge, and Artana's inability to, or like his um, susceptibility to kiting, uh, and attack range in general. There are different attack ranges. In the game, so melee range is not equal melee range. Every mm. every character has uh, has a different melee range. So, for example, you have the lowest attack range. Melee attack range is one, and the highest is two. The lowest hero one zero one attack range is Abathur, Artenis, Muradin, and Uther. So those heroes have the lowest attack range. The highest attack range is on Arthas, Chen, Kerrigan, and Leoric. And you've got in between, you've got Diablo at example one point five two. Um, uh, Anubarak at 1.5 and Charism at 1.8 and as I said Arthas, Jen, Kerrigan, Leoric at 2.0 so Artanis has the lowest melee attack range in the game don't you think this is weird? it's quite interesting to be honest because that's how he gets killed he can be kite very easily you can't do this for example with Kerrigan who got 2.0 attack range she can be kite but um, you're easier. It's easier for you as Kerrigan to hit them because you have uh, a slightly um, greater auto attack range. Mm. By the way, if you want to find out your uh, attack range with the hero, just press C, and it pops up all your stats, your hero stat, attack damage, and all the all the like. And you can see your attack, actual attack uh, range, melee attack range there. So yeah, I, I thought it was. It's. I, th I think it's weird because Zeratul has an attack range of 1.5 and he uses the same weapon, right? Uh, or is, like, maybe the... I'm not a StarCraft buff, as I told, like, last uh, last episode, but I'm not a total StarCraft noob either. And even though the, he is, like, their Templar and Dark Templar, the, they use the same weapon? Or somebody pointed out that maybe Zeratul's weapons are longer, but they don't look longer. So anyway, I'm just not really, not really, right? So I thought like at least they should should have like the same attack range, both at least. Yeah, One point five would be would be okay because he's really susceptible to kiting. What do you think about? Well, let's let. What do you think about like is he OP or strong? We've been talking about this like last episode, but what do you think now after extensive uh, like tryouts? A, I think he's a totally balanced character. He may need some nerves on the suppression pulls, like the radius is way too big. You can like blind a whole team for four seconds, that's just way too good. Yeah, it's pretty strong, I admit. There, okay. there is no need okay. to increase the range on the E, there is no need to increase some Q damage or whatever. He is definitely balanced, I like him. Uh, I have, okay, okay this is, thanks, for, thanks for this. You've been obviously playing Artanis way more than I've been playing him. I, I mean, because, yeah, guys, because I had to, like, because Xor had the monopoly on our tennis, like, all week long, the only time <laughs> yeah. I could play our tennis was when I played Abathur. 
and did ultimate evolution. <laughs> so I got to play Arcanus for a few seconds every like every other game maybe. I have I have my doubts to be honest. Like his blade dash, for example, it can be interrupted. I've played Mur I've mm. played Muradin uh, quite a lot the last few days. And when I when he blade dashes into our group or to because yeah he's been dashing forward and I just stun him and suddenly he's in the middle of our of our team. Um, and That's the downside one of the blade dash. Also, when you dashes back, you can predict where he's gonna land. So you can lunar flare him with Tyrande. You can even place your blades with uh, Kerrigan. You know where he's gonna be. Mm. So this is the one thing, and then obviously his attack range. I'm, I think it could have been like longer, and I think Zealot Charge, the the level sixteen um, talent where you charge to an enemy like a short distance, it should be part of his base kit. What do you think about that? I think this would make him OP. Like you think so? It, yeah, it would But, be OP. Definitely. Okay. Um, I've read an article article about the game designers, and they told um, uh, about the idea. They spoke about the idea. They were speaking about the ideas behind Artanis, how they want to design him. So he, they wanted to design an all-in hero. You either go in and you stand there and fight, or you die. Exactly. But you've been you've been dying a lot with Artanis, though. I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, true. But do you think it's worth like? You don't have you have no escape with Artanis. Not really, no. But you can do some pretty decent jukes. Okay, tell me about some jukes. I need to know because <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like dead in the water with Artanis. So what's the? No, um... like um, for example, um, there were the situation that two people were chasing me and I was running away, and then suddenly a third man, I think it was Chena, appeared um, above the. On the other Ooh, side of some, yes, some I remember. Some Sonia, yes, I just, yes. And I just switched places with her, and they were on the other side, and I just casually walked away. Oh yes, <laughs> that was yeah, 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 yeah. I was in this game. I remember. This was kind of like a super skill shot in between the two other mm. guys hitting the third and through the middle, and then you just swap places and oh yeah, and just walk away. Yeah. So yeah, you can okay. use it as an escape. Kind Sometimes, of. okay. Um, all right, so thank you for the update. Thank you for your feedback. I still think maybe people don't know how to play him. Uh, I think you did a really good job. And we were, our match history is like uh, a, a field of grass in spring, like green and green. <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's, that's that. It's pretty, it looks pretty decent, I'd say. Uh, you were on fleek with your tennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um yeah it's been fun actually and the chances i got to play him when i was avatar were really interesting as well anyway people were uh, some i heard some people say that zealot charge should be uh part of his kit because he has uh no reach he's so easily kited that's his weakness like exactly. he gets kited that's easily how, that's why he's so strong in the late game Speaking about the purifier beam, I remember some really cool games with Murky yesterday and Octograph <laughs> that were like yeah. insane. We didn't have to wait for level 20, we just wait for level 10 and just people like, oh, it's a Murky, nobody else around, so let's kill the Merc. 
yeah. Well, <laughs> surprise, Mafa! Super laser. <laughs> yes, Octograph into Purifier Beam, guys. Legit strat. Uh, what's the cooldown on the Purifier Beam, by the way? Uh, 80 uh, seconds. 80 seconds. So it's uh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, much. So yeah, you can. You can eat a pie in this time. Like it's uh, it's pretty long. Yeah, what I noticed, like I saw another combo with Vertanis, which I didn't even thought about. You can wipe a whole enemy team on level 20 with two people. Now, listen here. Imagine okay. there is an Arthas, yeah? And yeah. an Vertanis. The Arthas packs in Sindragosa. Now, what does that mean? Sindragosa slows the enemy team. And the slow is so significant high that the Purifier oh. Beam gets oh, in his oh, yeah. whole damage. So level twenty, you can just damage. jump, jump from one enemy to the next with purifier beam. Exactly. You choose. Holy shit! Like imagine both um, use the upgrade on level twenty. You can just kill them across the map, and they have no chance to escape. Interesting. Interesting, Clyde Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So yeah, all those combos they are legit. Murky, murky, Merc Tannis, and. Uh, what's the other one? Arthanis? <laughs> this doesn't really Arthanis. work. Right? Arthanis. <laughs> Not really. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's a thing now. Arthanis. Uh, you also said about uh, something about the um, suppression pulse, which made me think about a, like certain Rainer. I remember. That you use suppression pulse not to block attacks, but just to chase a Rainer. Some Rainer was running away. <laughs> and he just dropped, he was really low health, and yeah. it killed him. It just, I mean, it's, it suppresses the attacks, but it also does a little bit of damage. So, mm, in bit. clutch situation, you can just drop it in there, and it will, like, eat away slowly at the enemy's health. So... Yeah, but mostly it's, it's used to counter yeah. the attack, dam uh, the auto-attack of the enemy of, team. Of course, the damage yes, but... Isn't that good. Yeah, it's it's true. But, but to, to, to kill a very low enemy that is running yeah, away, you, know, you did it, the, man. You, you the did ultimates it. are global, so it's just when they're dead. So yeah, that reminds me of uh, something from from Dune. Like uh, a good warrior, just you can also stab with the side of the blade, or you can also cut with a point. So you think of uh, the sheer guard and the blade alike in a weapon. So that's kind of like like that you can use it you can use it to mm. suppress but it can also help to kill enemies so well, that was really well done really really well done yeah artanis that's it he is viable indeed he is viable uh, yeah i'm i'm just i like the games don't get me wrong but i'm happy that you're gonna start playing something else i'm i'm not really sold <laughs> on him yet i think you had a lot of fun you can have a lot of fun with him because he is kind of an interesting hero, like the dodges you can get, the prism can be insanely strong mm. when you land it. By the way, have you tried to land it out of bushes? You just like stand in a bush and you wait for the right moment to to drop it? Yeah, we did, like when we do all mid first blood, when the gate's opening, you just oh, yeah. go in the bush, swap position, they're dead. Spread on lanes. <laughs> It's actually pretty easy. Yeah. I think he's really good in two tank compositions. I yep. think that that's a place where he really shines. Solo tank. Oh, you I'm can not sure. play him as a solo tank too. Definitely. Yeah, he yeah, did. He did. You did. If they don't have that much damage or range damage. Um, there is 
there is. I heard people talk about an Artanis bug with Murky. When you drop the purifier beam on Murky mm-hmm. and it kills Murky, then the purifier beam will automatically travel to Murky's egg and kill the egg. We've tried this in a game, I think, in you know, a uh, temples. What's the map called? Sky Temple. Uh, and it didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. It didn't we work. killed. We it killed the Murky. But so I think it may be hot fixed. Maybe it has been hot fixed since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. We just cut on this briefly, but there is also this disparity in attack range, right? which is really, really weird. Uh, th- talking about uh, the attack range of a tennis, like we found out these kind of dis- like what do I mean we found out? But I I was surprised about the difference in attack range because mm-hmm. actually I I I didn't think about this. I thought melee. I actually thought melee range is melee range with all the heroes, but it's not true. You have different ranges with different heroes. And I think it's kind of, it's very weird, to be honest. Quite interesting, I think. Yeah, uh, th- something to keep in mind, I guess. Um, Definitely, yeah. Uh, talking about, I guess, auto attacks, there was another hero that we started to, to like, try out. But let's just, okay, this was our Itanis feedback. Uh, you say he's viable. I think yeah. uh, he he can use some buffs in certain areas, like his ability to stick to the enemy. I think, but you said he's going to be a P, so I think it's something for a discussion. Mm. Uh, but there it is. You say he's viable. You've been playing him more more than I did, and I, I I guess I trust your judgment. So get on those protos warriors, guys. Get get him out and uh, try him out. He is fun fun to play. Let's talk about Tychus attack speed. <laughs> So, speaking about attack ranges and auto attacks, you see what I did there? We've got uh, Tychus. That <laughs> <laughs> was nice. It was smooth. Uh, Tychus has smooth. the f- fastest attack range, attack, attack speed in the game. Um, he's not really that viable right now, Tychus. He's a bit, I don't know, maybe too squishy. Uh. And the, his trade. It's as follows. Your attack speed increases the longer you at, you attack. Become fully wound up after four basic attacks. You're attacking faster and faster the longer you attack. You can take the upgrade on this talent at um, uh, level 7, a rapid fire. Minigun takes two additional times. And then um, there is the Nexus Frenzy, where your attack speed is increased again. He already, when you build him right... Even without, if you don't build him right, he has the basic fastest attack speed in the game. But then you you give him those talents and you put him in the right comp, and then his attack speed is going wild. This means that there is this video, I think it's max attack speed, Tychus, where these guys put Tychus together in a group with ETC, Raynor, um, Abathur, and. Rhaegar. And Rhaegar. And they went for Bloodlust and the Adrenal Overload on Abathur and the Inspire on um, on Raynor and obviously the Rockstar trade on ETC. But this was before Morales was released. So if you... This is like weird. If you, uh, if you change ETC for Morales and Stim Drone <laughs> Tychus, <laughs> his attack speed just goes through the roof. Man, he's just... I like if you want if you're interested how how much you can get out of Tychus attack speed Tychus and if you want to watch a boss just melt um, just try this out. Keep in mind that when you take Morales and 
and Rega, you have two uh, two uh, supports, which might be a bit weird in real fights. But for sake of science, we did this for the sake of science. It was pretty interesting and pretty fun. The comp is fun, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, try it out, guys. So that's a, that's about it. That's about attack speed and auto attacks. Um, what do we have next, Sor? Mercenary basics. What's oh, that? Oh, interesting, interesting. Let's talk tactics. Let's talk tactics. So what can you do with, uh, with mercenaries? Yeah, uh, mercenary basics. So you can use them to pressure the enemy. The best example is probably or the simplest example is probably the mines, Haunted Mines map. So after you pick up all the skulls, you, I've seen people get out of the, the map uh, of the mines and just go straight for the, for the giant's camp and pick up the giant's camp instantly. And what happens is the giants uh, walk out of uh, their little uh, niche there and walk towards the golem and die to the golem outside of your gate. But if you wait, if you wait till the enemy golem is past the middle mark of the map, or just before it passes the middle mark, the golems will walk out, but they will stop inside your base, inside the gates, and they start throwing rocks at the golem, and the damage is like pretty high. So the golem, the enemy golem, will go down really, really fast. Just remember, if you pick the giants, pick them before or at the mark where the uh, golem crosses the middle line of the map. That way you can use the giants to help you with the golem. But there are also other uses, like for example, timing on other maps. Uh, what do we have there, Zor? Um, we have, for example, the... Oh, we already talked about this the, in the first episode, but I, I think we can let this get through sure. um, on, on the Cursed Hollow. If sure. you have two tributes, you pick the golem. It, it counts as mercenary. <laughs> so they have yeah, to defend the golem and you can easily get the next tribute so they don't get the curse. That's actually a good choice. I think when you take the second tribute, you're mostly maybe level 7 sometimes, I guess. Mm. Is this true? Do you have level yeah. 7 when you take the second one? Yeah. If, you're, if you're good, you can, yeah, you can reach level 7. And then you actually, you're in a position to take your, 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 your boss. And that's actually good, because if they have to defend the boss, you have time to pick up another tribute. And this is what we're trying to tell you. Like, use the giants not only for experience, but use them as pressure. The game works like... Well, you apply pressure at one point, and they have to use resources to deal with this pressure. Meanwhile, they have less pressure on other areas. So while they're defending top giants or whatever, middle giants, you can either push push on another lane or you can take another objective on another lane and keep them, you can use the objectives to keep them busy. And it works on different kinds of maps, like for example, Sky Temple. Uh, uh, if, you, if you pick the top giants uh, before the bottom temple comes up, there's... All, the, all those people, all the enemy will be at the bottom temple. Like, for example, trying to get the temple. There's going to be a big fight. Meanwhile, your camp is going to wreak havoc, or wreak havoc on their top uh, structures. And it's free XP for you. So, yeah, use, use the camps. Like, think about this. Use them wisely, right? Use them to create pressure on some spots so you can focus your attention on other spots without being 
harassed by the enemy. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about the big things that's coming to us in the future, or it's already arrived, dude. We have BlizzCon is finally like almost here. I would I want to say here, but it's not here. <laughs> but the first matches have been played. Spoiler warning: We are going to talk about matches that have been played in the week leading on to BlizzCon. So if you didn't watch these matches and don't want to know who won. Um, we suggest you skip forward a few minutes. We're going to talk about this uh, about roughly four to five minutes. So just fast forward. Other than that, keep on listening. But you have been warned. The first matches of the World Championships have been played at the opening week for BlizzCon. Um, if you haven't seen them, I really, really urge you to go watch them. Go on Twitch and go uh, check out Bliss Heroes and watch those matches especially especially those matches uh, with teams that were really really strong or like tipped for the top spot like uh, DK from Korea uh, Tempo Storm and Cloud9 from from the US and uh, Navi from Europe and coming from Europe um, I'm I was really really happy I was so psyched because Navi won the first round one they yeah they they went they are top in the group right now they um won over koreans dk which were like people were saying korea is the best dk mm. is the best uh, team uh well arguably mvp had that spot but they lost to dk in uh in their uh, regional qualification matches which was kind of like insane by itself but dk won so they came to blizzcon they they went over tempo storm they um they won against tempo storm and then they they lost to navi so what do you think about that man europe seems to be like super strong what do you think about that man yeah i know that navi is super strong but i never would have guessed that they would destroy and 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 in Korean team. Holy holy shit! That was uh, that was insane. Please watch this game if you like listening to this podcast and you haven't watched the game. Just stop now. Stop the games <laughs> now. Crazy. Stop the podcast now and watch those vods because these games are these games were insane. Especially the last one I saw, um, Navi versus DK. <sighs> it's insane. These teams are really, really good. So um, I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, actually, I f I spoiled it. Oh, I should have said spoilers. Jesus Christ, that was a big mistake. Okay, I'm gonna edit it later. I'm gonna say like spoilers. Uh, if you haven't seen the matches, please uh, don't listen. Stop <laughs> listen. We should have said it first, man. <laughs> oh, well, we're gonna edit it later. So it's fine. It's fine. Everything is good. Um, so yeah, uh, BlizzCon is here. And we're gonna. What do you think we're gonna get at BlizzCon? Um, the Blizz. Uh, I think at BlizzCon there will be some pretty interesting things about Overwatch because we all know Overwatch oh, yes. is a new game that's coming out. Yeah, beta uh, is there. Did you get an invite by the way? No, you didn't, right? Oh no, I'm not really interested in Overwatch. But what I'm interested in is for Heroes of the Storm by Overwatch. The heroes that Overwatch will bring to the pool. Mm. Yeah, Overwatch, yeah, heroes, yeah, totally. Maps, 
going to be really fun. I expect Tracer to come. Tracer no. and is this giant monkey bastard. Mm. Yeah, 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 well, Winston, yeah. Uh, Winston. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite yeah. heroes. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm i not as strong. <laughs> You've been playing Halo, you told last episode, right? So you're yeah. you're, you're better, or I don't know if you're better, but you have experience with first-person shooters maybe more than I did. Yeah, I do have some experience, like not so, some experience, but... I, uh, I, I, I'm just not saying I'm not inexperienced. I've been playing a little bit, but it's not my... I guess it's not my favorite game style, first-person shooters. Uh, so I've been playing Battlefield a lot too, but uh, they crushed me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. It. I mean, Overwatch looks fantastic. The design values, the production values on this game, looks insane. It looks oh, so fast, so clean, so crisp. Um, yeah. It's it's really hard to not fall in love with this game. That being said, I'm I've played Overwatch a few times at the Gamescom the last time. Um, I think it's great, but I'm still hyped. As you said, I'm hyped for Heroes more than I'm hyped for for Overwatch. Mm. Um, do you think we're gonna get? Do you think they're gonna introduce Heroes from Overwatch to to Heroes of the Storm at BlizzCon? I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure, too, if they will do on the BlizzCon, but they will do it somewhat. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I'm not sure if they already do it. Maybe they'll do it to increase the hype for the game. But if I had to put my money on it, I'd say no. I'd, I'd say this comes mm. later. But but this actually, that would... If I think about this, when is the next next BlizzCon that will come, come in one, one year? Do you think Overwatch will be ready? For release, uh, yeah, I before think. before BlizzCon next year, yeah, Overwatch will be released. Like now, it's the beta, and I don't think the beta will take a whole year. If if you think about it, uh, Heroes of the Storm was out in alpha yeah. um, last year at BlizzCon, and yeah. half a year later, I mean a few months later, like three months later or four months later, it was already in beta. Yeah, and then another two months later, they released the game. Obviously, these are different games, but if we go by this model, this is the last chance to make a, like a big release, cross-release for other games as well. Cross-release, like feature heroes from, from Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm. So, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'd still say no, because it seems too, too quick. But we'll see, we'll see. You're not really a WoW player, right? World of Warcraft, you're not into that. Oh, not really. Never played. So there is one. Uh, there is one hero that's gonna probably people go say it's gonna come, because he's the last hero that has um, been featured on this poster with Rexor and the Butcher and the Auric before they were released. There was this poster with all the heroes cheering. Not really a poster, but some kind of background graphics on their site, and we just faced. Uh, we just screenshotted the. Uh, the background and there we saw the butcher and rexar and leoric teased on this on this poster and this graphic yeah. Yeah. the only one left is Zul Jin, right the troll blade master i think i'm not uh, that great i think it's it's i think it's more war, uh, warcraft 3 or warcraft 2 uh, hero Zul Jin. 
um, uh, the chieftain of the Amani trolls. I don't know I, this guy. I have no idea about this. I'm not really into this lore as, as, as well, but he's the only, he's like a troll, and trolls are still strikingly unrepresented in Heroes of the Storm. Mm, that's true. So we don't have, uh, we don't have any trolls, which is said, I think, except for the head that Nazebo is holding in his head. I think it's a troll head, right? Yeah, it is. I think so. It's actually a bit like in your face, <laughs> trolls <laughs> trolling the trolls. Oh. Oh, see what I did there? What I did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, um, this might be this hero might be coming for BlizzCon, but there's another like fine piece of information that I stumbled upon, and it's about somebody from Blizzard said they have a new hero lined up with a very weird control scheme. Something like Abathur. And this made me think of Arcturus Menx from StarCraft. So this guy is this ruthless politician mastermind. Um, basically a, a dick. He's, a really, he's like the, the bad guy <laughs> pulling strings in the background. Ruthless. And they've datamined some of his abilities, which are called insurance policy and post-bounty and propaganda tower, Siamida, Selnaga artifact and stuff like this. So it seems he's going to be like AFK in the base report Arcturus Mengsk, probably style, like, like <laughs> well, Abathurus, yeah, report, um, where he just sits on the map and just does some political intrigue. I don't know how this is going to work out, maybe... I don't know smear campaigns. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting, and I'm That's actually gonna be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm. I want. I would like to like a face off between Abathur on one side and Arcturus Mengsk on the other side, placing their uh, mines or emitters or propaganda towers or whatever. <laughs> That's gonna be pretty interesting to see if it comes out. So yeah, and what do you, do you have any wishes for a hero to to be released or? Teased hmm. at BlizzCon. I am pretty hyped about Malfail, but I don't oh, think yeah? we'll bring him at BlizzCon. Why not? Uh, because there was just like the recent, um, you know, the Eternal Conflict event. Yes, yes. The next event will be um, WoW-oriented. And then there will be like a StarCraft event and this shit. So it will take a long time until we get a few more Diablo heroes, I think. How do you know the next event will be Warcraft? This is, this is news for me. How do you know it's going to be World of Warcraft oriented? Uh, a, little, a little bird told me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I like the birds. So uh, it's, it's like a confidential source. You cannot disclose the source. No, I, somebody told me, and okay. I, I okay. think it, okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. it may be true. You heard it here first. <laughs> little birds are <laughs> the home of the talent gate. I mean, talent gate is the home for little birds. Um, but they have a new expansion coming out at Bliss, BlizzCon, uh, Legion. So you might be right. But also, when is StarCraft going to be released? I think 11th or 16th of November or something like okay. 10th of November. I think it's coming this month, so... Um, yeah, they're gonna yeah they're gonna like show it on the BlizzCon I guess. Anyway, um, I think there was a check site. They had a leak on a check site, a uh, check site that is affiliated with Blizzard, and this they spilled the beans about two heroes, no four heroes and two maps being released 
or teased at BlizzCon. So, but it's of, it's obviously not official. It's some kind of leak. So, um, make of this what you will. But they said that four heroes and two maps are coming for Heroes of the Storm. So we'll see what's going to happen there. Uh, personally, I'm yeah. I want to see Arcturus Mansk. To be honest, I want to see Arcturus Mansk, and yeah, that would be pretty. It would be pretty interesting to see. All right, that's it to our like the retrospect um part of our show uh, as we told you yes the last last episode we try to uh, we try to uh, split our show into like three parts like kind of the first one is a retrospect like the past what's happened in the last week before, uh, since we uh, recorded the last podcast then there we have we have the middle part where we t- try to talk about things that are happening in the now meta changes what's hot in the meta and where we usually would like to give you a hero spotlight but I, we won't have a hero spotlight this episode we're gonna have the next one we're, we're probably gonna talk about Tassadar but I think we're gonna just play him a little more before we have something more profound to say about him and we'll usually talk about which heroes we were playing this week so Sor, you've been playing our tennis obviously if yeah, you check played... out my match history and you'll yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. um, you haven't been playing anything else, all right. But Not I've really. been I've been a really passionate Johanna player, but uh since they nerfed her, man. They they nerfed her the last patch when the warrior patch came out. Mm-hmm. Uh they nerfed her minion damage, uh, Knight Takes Pawn, which was a really great wave clear. They nerfed it from 400 to 300%, I think, extra damage on minions in the lane. Um, and they nerfed her something totally unannounced. I mean, everybody was expecting, or a lot of people were expecting, they would nerf uh, the wave clear on the Condemn. But they also nerfed her shield, Blessed Shield stun. And this came totally out from the left field, for me at least. I couldn't, under- I mean, I didn't understand why. I don't think it was needed. And since then... Oh, I do think it was needed. You, thi- you think? Yeah. The stun duration was just way too, way too long. Or as I call it, almost long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so, anyway, I really like to play Johanna. Also, this was like my day job where we were playing Team League or a quick match or like, no, quick, like Hero League. No, 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 no. Team League. Everybody does a cryo. Yeah, exactly. Pick Johanna. It's like, yes, sir. Here I am. <laughs> day job. <laughs> um, but I started picking up Muradin over Johanna. Um, I think he's really, he's really strong right now. And uh, apparently the pro scene... Uh, it's the, the same opinion. He's the like the first pick. Um, War first ban. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bans are usually like Sonya, Sonya, Abathur, sometimes mm. Uther, um, Tassadar. Yeah, we need to talk about Tassadar next episode. Like really, really. Um, mm. So these are like the bans, but usually Jaina slips through, and the first tank to pick, be picked. Is uh, is Muradin, which is which is really really weird. Not really weird because it's strong, but this is what shifted in the meta, and it's what shifted in my mind. I I couldn't play Muradin very well, but after I picked him up, I I really feel he's stronger than um, than uh, Johanna right now. I I don't know. He's kind of 
all over the place. His peel is, I feel his peel is better than than Johanna's. I don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, just it depends. And obviously, you'd still pick Johanna on maps where the wave clear lane clear is really really important. Um, and I'm referring to the term lane clear loosely. I'm talking, for example, about infernal shrines. I think this is still uh, this is still a map where Johanna's is great for clearing all those little minions at yeah. the shrines. So she's still a great hero, one of the best tanks in the game. We still don't see stitches a lot. Everybody was like, oh, Stitches, Stitches, gonna be awesome, he's coming back. And I wasn't really sold, I love Stitches, but you don't see him very often. What do you think about that, man? You think, yeah, too bad. You think people don't know how to play him still, or is he still not that viable? He is not that viable. Too bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I it, love him. But yeah, he's great, great hero. My first great love in this game. Um, obviously, his hook is just so strong. You need to be yeah. really careful about buffing, uh, um, buffing him. But if you haven't tried Muradin, I'd highly recommend it. Um, he's, I think, he's two k gold right now. I think he's one of the cheapest heroes, like Vala, mm -hmm. Muradin, uh, Malfurion, Rainer. These are the two k heroes, right? So if you haven't picked up, if you're thinking about picking up some heroes for Hero League to get your 10 heroes to be able to play Hero League, I'd highly recommend you pick up Muradin and try him out. He's a great, great warrior. He's a great sustain in the fights. He has great CC. Um, he has he can peel for his friends. Uh, so try him out. He's uh, I, I vouch for the Dwarf. And he has, ability, he has an ability that's called Dwarf Toss. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> how can you how can you argue with that man so anyway this is a great hero pick him up uh wreck some go face and go face so that's it that's about it about what's happening right now what do we have on free rotation right now do you oh, know what know. free rotation is kind of fucked up with lily etc and sonia like a lot of people are going to play sonia but uh, of course, some noobs will think she's uh, a tank and pick the wrong ultimate or something. I already see that coming. Aww. Yeah, exactly this one. <laughs> it's so sad because the sound is awesome. It's kind of her signature sound, right? Oh, yeah. Too bad the other ult is better. Uh, mm. At least the way people build her right now, like this um, and we have... auto attack build, mostly like auto attack war paint, auto attack yeah. heal. Um, yeah, so really Sonya's free. Now. Yeah, she's really strong, but you need to know what but you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Play. It's hard. It's really, really hard. But she has stun. She has she's survived. She has survived. People were complaining before she was nerfed that she has no sustain. She cannot stay in the fight. But with the new buffs that they were given her, she's actually viable. She's super strong in even. Like the yeah. Koreans, that's what the Koreans showed us. They started playing Sonya, now she's there. She's in the meta. So if you want a nice niche pick or like easy to learn, hard to master hero, I would say, well, no, it's, she's not easy to learn. She's hard to learn, hard to master, I guess. <laughs> um, if you want to pick her up and it's very rewarding. If you know how to play her, you can go ham on the enemy team like nobody's business. Yeah. yeah. Scary, scary. So 
she's in the free rotation you can pick her up um, i'm just thinking about uh, when this when this podcast coming out sunday so today is uh, no today is sunday when it's when i release it today the free rotation is gonna be like over in two days so uh, <laughs> limited right. time guys to pick her up so That's use right. it <laughs> Anyway, we've got Sonia. We've got Sylvanas in the free rotation. She's a really nice pushing hero. You can push push lanes nicely. Um, we have ETC on hero rotation. The Rock God, really good. Leoric, one of the strongest tanks in the game, is on hero free rotation. Karazim, strong, super, super strong support. Mm. Get him. And we've got Tychus. We've got Tychus on free support, on free rotation. So try out the attack speed build. You're going to die a lot. Have fun. <laughs> but your attack speed's gonna be through the roof. I promise you that. There's that. Um, yeah, there's the free rotation. Anything in the shop we might be talking about, which is, might be interesting. Yeah, the Halloween bundles. Obviously, you've got uh, Buccaneer Falstad in the shop. Um, yeah, the beautiful Falstad. It's one of the most beautiful skins in the game right now. Oh, beautiful! And since Navi brought, like, legitly brought Falstad back into the meta. With uh, with mighty gust, yeah, it's pretty. It's gonna be pretty beautiful. Um, for for wild players, for wild fans, there is the headless horseman mount, which is kind. Of, somebody playing wild told me that he 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 had like there was one event in the year uh, with a boss on the hollow sand event, and if the boss the boss had a one hundred no one percent chance to drop this item, so people are doing this event since ten years. And they still haven't gotten the mount, which is insane. Yeah. So if you really, really want the mount, just install Heroes of the Storm and buy the Hollow Zen bundle, and you got it. So no need for no need to camp those uh, bosses anymore. Uh, yeah. I thought that would be funnier, but it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> That's. Oh, I'm digging a grave here, man. <laughs> digging a hole uh, that's it for the shop so what do we have coming to us next week what's coming like a teaser what's gonna what's gonna happen there's something on your horizons or I have actually not really an idea to be honest well, just maybe stoked. maybe some maybe some Artanis buff or nerf because a lot of people think he isn't good. I don't think so uh, because I think uh, I think Blizzard is busy with BlizzCon right now, mm. which is actually the thing that's coming on to us. So actually, we have great thing on the horizon. We have BlizzCon coming. The sixth and seventh of November is BlizzCon, so the Heroes of the Storm World Championship for us. It's gonna be great. Watch the games. We're going to talk about it uh, next Sunday. I mean, we're going to probably talk about it earlier, but we're going to release a mid-BlizzCon episode. Our next episode is going to be like either sun Saturday or Sunday, which means we're going to be in the middle of BlizzCon. It's going to be awesome. Uh, do you think we might be releasing two episodes next week, like Saturday-Sunday episode and one episode directly after BlizzCon, after the matches, to like give some kind of uh, overview what happened. Well, anyway, we will see. We will see. It's a surprise. Just keep your eyes peeled. Um, so, <laughs> big news is uh, BlizzCon 6th and 7th of November, as I already said. Um, Artanis buffs or nerfs. 
I don't know. I think they're too busy and it's too early to tell because you you say he's uh, he's viable. I yeah. say buff him. You say actually nerf him, right? You say nerf his ultimates. So yeah. he may be actually in a good spot. So I guess that's about that's about it. I guess um, that's on the horizon. And one extra bit of information we were wondering about the duration of sanctification um three seconds on the sanctification and vulnerability duration so that's it i think do you have anything else no we wanted to say happy birthday to our friend proxy happy birthday which, which proxy. Has recently turned 18 years yes right let the yeah. hormones rage <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday buddy um yeah obviously uh thank you to all our community to all our friends in heroes of the storm it's been great playing with you guys a lot of fun as usual as always if you want to join us on the podcast uh just say so if you have if you had something if you have something you want to talk about and you think it's uh pertaining or of importance to the game just get it out get it out there uh we'll be glad to have you here you can reach us at Twitter at the Talent Gate or send us an email thetalentgate at gmail.com. So take it away, Sor. <laughs> so thank you for listening to us, guys, and I hopefully see you all next episode. See ya. See ya.